It's Friday night. What places are you heading to for post-work happy hour? Tell us. This podcast is making a best of the best list and needs recommendation for happy hour menus at restaurants in KC. Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. UpToDate wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is UpToDate on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. Kelvin Arsenia has been voted Best Musician in the Pitch's year-end Best of KC Awards myriad times as he's continued to showcase his skill as a harpist and vocalist here in Kansas City. And now he's running his own venue, the Greenwood Social Hall, which he took over at the beginning of the month. It's at 1750 Bellevue on the second floor. He joins us now to talk about the space and what he has planned for it. Kelvin, welcome back to Up to Date. Always good to have you here. Thanks for having me. So how did you find yourself as a tenant of of a venue here yeah that's a switch for you um it is a switch for me but at the same time i feel like one of my favorite things as a musician is to create space and is to to be uh hospitable and to be a host and um and i've been doing that since i was running bible studies when i was 12 years old so it's been a long time that i've been uh creating and crafting moments of transcendence for people tell us about the building's history hill calvin i understand it was constructed by a black architect like nearly a century ago yeah so in the early 1920s um this congregation found themselves after a series of uh, there was fires and tent rentals or tent purchases. Um, they were displaced for a long time. And then they finally found a home um, right there at 17th and Bellevue. And, um, and, and that's where the Greenwood Church now lives. So what's the vibe of the place? The vibe is um, there's wood all, all over the walls and all over the floor. So it's a really um, beautiful uh, texture of the sound and also visually. Um, there is an insulation um, from the ceiling um, that is birds hanging from the ceiling. So it's very iconic in that way. Um, and, and I want people to feel like they are loved both the artist and the audience, that they that when they arrive to the Greenwood Social Hall, that they are sitting in a in a chair that, that feels comfortable, that they are um, able to, um, you know, that I, I always like to make special things happening in the bathroom just to make, make it a very luxurious experience, um, that it, there's a, a warm and inviting and a, and a, and a place where, um, where, where we want you here. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part of the building? Hmm. I think the acoustics, maybe. Mm. Um, I think I think being able to present music, you know, my music tends to be something that I want people to lean into, right? Or, or at least um, I'm not very good with a harp to be able to kind of command and overtake a crowd of people, um, especially not one that is, you know, in, in a bar, let's say downtown in Kansas City. I really love to create music that is for listening audiences. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are lots of styles of music that also desire that too. So I think my favorite part of the building is that we can create an environment uh, where the audience is, is prepared to listen. Where does the name Greenwood Social Hall come from? So Greenwood uh, was named, I, I believe, in the, in the early 1900s. The church adopted the name before uh, they came into this building. And they were contemporaries with the, the Greenwood district in Tulsa. Um, and although I have not seen any like screaming documentation to, to refer uh, or to say that they were named after that specifically, um, I think it would it would be uh, not too uh, adventurous to say that maybe they were related in some way. Um, and so being a black community, a black church, um, 
that the name Greenwood has a long-standing legacy in the, in the United States. Um, and it was named the Greenwood Baptist Church um, at that time. And when it was taken over by artist Peregrine Honig um, about eight years ago, um, she wanted to keep the legacy of the church alive in the space, um, but also to not misname it as something that was still activated as a church. So she retitled it Greenwood Social Hall. Was this the kind of thing where you walked in the door for the first time, Calvin, you just thought, this is my place. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. So I actually got to be one of the first artists to put on a concert there about seven years ago or six six or seven years ago. And um, and it was my first solo performance in Kansas City. That was a ticketed, seated event. And um, I had lots of flowers and incense. And um, it was it was me being able to craft an experience and to be kind of in charge of the, the, the audience's experience from the ticketing to uh, to the seating to the, the drinks that we were serving that night. Um, and so I've been a part of this space for for for, a, for, a, for about as long as, as I've known of it. Um, so, yeah. so Peregrine, did she buy it from the congregation, or do you, do you know what the history is? The congregation left voluntarily about 10 years ago. Mm. And there is um, a big staircase uh, that goes up to the front door to the sanctuary. Um, and so that was becoming a difficult for the congregation that was uh, that was in that space. Um, they were Folks just, were growing older. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So they voluntarily decided to leave the space and to find something that was more accessible for them and then it was uh, renovated um, by a local developer um, and made into this kind of beautiful mix of new and old and um, and that's what it is today so what are your immediate plans for the future of this new space to fill it up with beautiful music <laughs> and and not just music too it's not complicated but, right? <laughs> right yeah yeah i mean i've been desiring uh, in kansas city and i've played in a lot of venues from hellsburg hall to the rhino up north to um one of my you know dear favorites of the record bar and the ship um and i've played at convention centers and all over the city and and i've always felt appreciated by the audiences and and the venues as well in kansas city um, but when I go out to go see music, sometimes I find it difficult to be able to hear and cherish moments of music with my favorite artists because maybe the the main focus of the night is is you know uh, communicating with the lost you know old friends or um, or dancing or you know spending time at the bar or right. like so I wanted. I want to create and find myself in places where music is reverent and where storytelling and, and sharing is is the point of the night. A, a listening room. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do feel like there is a need for, for a listening room experience or at least more listening room experiences in Kansas City. You know, along those lines, you have said that most concert venues in the area are more focused on the alcohol and the experiences associated with that than on the actual music being played. How are you going to uh, working on going against the grain on that front? Because you're not serving alcohol, right? Right. So um, uh, it's it's not there. There will be maybe some wine or some things that will be there, um, but it is a donation basis, and it's not the, the main focus. The the bar will be closed, or the service will be closed. Everything is closed during the during the concert, during the time where the the musicians are playing to focus on the musicians. And you know, um, I this is my first venture uh, doing something like this and maybe I'm a bit naive, but I believe that when we are vulnerable and when we're honest and when we, when we show up for one another, that all of our needs are taken care of. And so I believe that if, if we can come together and, and really uh, show up authentically to share of ourselves and, and the audience getting to know these artists better, to be able to fall in love with them and to fall in friendship with them, um, that, that the whole community will be um, just, it's, it's more, uh, symbiotic. 
Because a lot of folks might say, hey, Calvin, you got to sell booze right. to make it financially in a place like this. I'm going to I'm going to be risky and say that if we can focus on the stories of the people that that the, the resources will be there. Are, are there other places around town that are doing sort of what you're doing, not focusing on, on the alcohol? I don't, I don't know. I mean, there is an organization that's international called So Far Sounds who I've worked with over the years in other cities, um, and, and they focus on the musicians. And, and, you know, one of the things that I think that they do really well is to not over bog down the night with, with, with music. So it's a, it's a shorter, focused, more focused time where, where there is kind of socializing before and after, but the time of music is, is, is hyper-focused. And so I'm kind of following in, in, in those footsteps um, and also taking maybe a few pages from the uh, classical world uh, with chamber music. And so those would be focused times at, at the Simpson House or at the Hellsberg Hall or uh, the 1900 building. Um, but I want this to be kind of a mix of casual and, and high-end art experiences. So I get the impression that when people walk into uh, to this Greenwood Social Hall that There'll be under no illusions here that this is a Calvin Arsenia place. Yes, yes. So I'm going to have um, some relics of my past shows, and um, I've 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 always kind of moved. I've been migrating through through this town, putting up shows at the Gem Theater, at the Record Bar, at uh, at the Ship, at private homes across the city, and um, and this is going to be kind of my my permanent place. So I get to decorate and I get to pick the towels and I get to pick the napkins and the glasses and the, and the china and the, and the crystal ware that we drink from. I get to uh, bring in roses and I get to, and I don't have to take them all out by the night as, well, you know, when the night is over. So it, I want, you know, people have loved me for my hospitality and for my, and, and also my, the quality of my work, but I think we can have both and, and on a consistent basis. So when I invite artists to come and perform there, I want their audiences to feel as cherished as when they come to my shows. We'll be right back. Calvin Arsenia is my guest. His new performance space is the Greenwood Social Hall. It's at 1750 Bellevue. You've also said that you want this place uh, to be a, a showcase. Uh, you want to showcase the stories of women, the black community, and the queer community. Tell us about your vision in that sense. Yeah, I, so one of my one of the things that I just am naturally drawn to because I'm I'm kind of always in it for the underdog, um, and I think the reason for that is because I believe that ultimate truth comes from having all perspectives, and that empathy comes from being able to put on somebody else's burdens or to put on somebody else's wins and victories, and to wear them as your own for a little bit and then and then hand them back, and we can celebrate each other so much better when we have time and space to understand each other. Mm -hmm. So, I believe that this world we 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 so desperately need more empathy and more understanding and more. Um, time to to understand where each of us was coming from and so taking this opportunity as a venue owner and as a curator and as a director of of greenwood social hall um i'm going to invite my friends who just so happen to be women who just so happen to be people of color who just so happen to be queer to do what they do best which is telling their stories and um and so yeah this this space is going to be dedicated to 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 showcasing maybe um, some of the lesser represented stories um, that we have. Will you be focusing on certain genres or certain styles of music? I think this space really, really likes uh, acoustic-driven kinds of music, um, which is everything from chamber music, classical music, jazz, gospel, um, 
and singer songwriters. There's lots of genres that really, really fit that kind of uh, kind of sit and listen situation. There's also um, a residential or a resident tango class that's in the space that will be ongoing. So wow. there's so yeah, any anything that that fits in a room, uh, I think you can <laughs> do it. Yeah, it will happen. I here. was going to say, are there purposes outside of uh, serving as a listening room that will this space will also be serving? Yeah, so there will be um, different kind of community-oriented movement classes like dance and yoga. Um, there will, and I also anticipate to host weddings there. And I was listening to the the previous segment. I mean, I would love to have all kinds of um, weddings where people would maybe feel intimidated to do this at a traditional church. Um, but you are welcome to come to Greenwood. So ultimately, Calvin, it sounds like you want this to be a place that works by and for the community. I'm I'm hearing that correctly, right? Yes, yes. Talk about the upcoming events you have planned at Greenwood Social Hall. So tonight, uh, doors at 7 p.m. As a matter of fact. At, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at 7 p.m., um, we have Flutie Nastiness, who is an incredible uh-huh. She's jazz, been here before. Jazz flautist, yeah. yeah. And she's uh, she was my, uh, my, my flute teacher. So um, I'm ex- just very excited for her to, to bring her own kind of flute flavor of the Christmas season. Uh, Home for the Holidays is the series that we're in right now. Uh, we've had Brooke Knoll, who is um, uh, a harpist uh, from, um, well, she's here now. Um, and then we had um, Ezgi Katakush, who's a cellist. Uh, Victoria Sofia Botero, who is an opera singer. That was last weekend. And so tonight is Flutie Nastiness, a jazz flautist uh, from here in Kansas City. And then on Friday, we have the classic Christmas Carolers, who is a, wow. a family band of, uh, of doing carols and, and harmony. And um, and so, yeah, that's what we've got for this season. Um, stay tuned uh, for what's going to be coming in January and for the remainder of the year. You have a website? Yes, uh, greenwoodsocialhall.com. And that will also take us over to the, the separate ticketing site, which is greenwoodsocialhall.bandzoogle.com. Okay. How's your own career progressing? My goodness. Um, I think it's looking great. Um, <laughs> I um, You've to... really put yourself on the map here in town. <laughs> I mean, I mean, good for you. That's, not, yeah. that's a trick. Yeah. No, I think it's, again, to I've always just said that if I show up authentically, that people will understand who I am. And, and, and it's not everybody, right? It's not, it's, you're not trying to get everybody, but it's, a, it's trying to find your tribe, your people. And so I've made it a point to every time I show up in front of an audience to be 100% myself in that moment um, and to share my story and to not try to evangel- evangelize or or convert or, or um, convince anyone of anything, to just be myself and to be authentic and that that authenticity would be seen and recognized and that my people would find me and I would find them. And in the same way, I'm, I'm wanting to run this, this venue in, in, in that same spirit. Hey, how do you get in, in, in the mindset to offer yourself as authentically as you'd like to every night? I mean, it's one thing to say it, maybe a different thing to pull off on some nights when maybe things are a little crazy. Yeah, I think it comes from my time in the church. I mm-hmm. grew up in, in the evangel- evangelical church and... Um, and what I what I notice is that the, the you know the quote unquote spirit fell um, every time people would tell their testimonies and would talk about things that were delicate or or sensitive and that when when people share of themselves authentically and then sometimes there's music involved um, that there is there are usually tears of healing and moments of healing and moments of transcendence and so. Um, Again, I'm just taking I'm taking kind of a few notes off the page of, of what my experience in the church was um, to say that that we can do those things outside of the rituals of dogma and without without shame and without pain 
and that are are showing up authentically as ourselves um can can bring healing and truth and and light and love and from a really authentic place and so um sometimes it is hard because it's maybe not the most glamorous version of myself but i think people don't want just glamour they want it rooted in truth and i was going to say your choice of an instrument the harp mm-hmm. speaks very directly to this notion of healing and and bringing people together because that's almost the nature of the instrument itself right yeah absolutely i mean it's it's very much not uh, a domineering instrument it's it's very sit and listen come close right um it doesn't hurt when you're close by like maybe some other instruments might <laughs> right right you can be right there yeah 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 and you like people to be right there don't you of course you? of course yeah come come in close i mean i yeah i just i have I love I love people coming to and also to see the harp do other things, right? So that to say that to be close does not mean that it's only soft. Like we can be real even still and, and we can have close conversations and, and to have, you know, maybe conflict in a way that is resolute and, 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 and articulate. Um that we can deal with our, our dark places but in a way that's gentle. Um something that I've been really trying to do with the harp is to, is to bring other elements that, that it can be sexy and it can be playful and it can be funny and it can be um, powerful. That's Calvin Arsenia. His new uh, venue is the Greenwood Social Hall. It's at 1750 Bellevue. It's on the second floor. Flutie Nastiness performs tonight at 7 o'clock. Yes. Be there. You'll experience the Greenwood Social Hall firsthand, yes. right? Yes, come. Yes. Calvin, best of luck to you. Thank Always you appreciate so much. you coming in. Thank you. You bet. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancard, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Elizabeth Erb. Paul Nakatura is our announcer and engineer. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening. <laughs>